It's Jafer. It's Chris. It's Ben. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe. This is the Nerd Fight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Ben. And having been cut out of my normal order, I have ceased to exist. Bye, Chris. I'm no longer on this podcast. I am no longer the being you knew as Chris. I have become something unnamed. See, Chris, I thought of all people, you would appreciate playing with form and playing with uh, the order of things to oh, see how things shake out. Only when it doesn't affect him. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. 100%. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> and we're here today. Damn it. And we're here today to talk about our favorite Bare Naked Ladies songs that we drafted last week. Yep. One week ago. Yes. It's been. It's been. One week since our Bare Naked Ladies draft. Yep. Yes, it has. Cool. <laughs> Chris went first and drafted a song neither of us were going to take. <laughs> it's true. I wasn't going to take one. I fall. <laughs> no, uh, Brian Wilson. Oh, Brian Wilson. Oh, I was going to, I was going to let, yeah, I was not, neither of those were on my list. I assumed I wouldn't get Brian Wilson. And to be perfectly honest, even if I had the opportunity to have drafted Brian Wilson, I wasn't going to take it from you, Chris. Oh, thank you. Like. I don't, that doesn't feel right for me to take Brian Wilson. <laughs> so it's been a lot of fun for me. I made a playlist of all of our Bare Naked Lady songs. You said, wait a second. You said, it's Ben. A it's Ben. It's Ben. A lot of fun. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> and I managed to find three different versions of uh, It's All Been Done. Nice. Uh, hmm. Even It's All Been Done has been done, done many yep. times. Yeah. Well, it's on two different Greatest Hits albums. And, uh, <laughs> oh, is it just them doing it? Is there a live one or is it three no, normal? It is three different. it is three different albums with the same song on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yep. Meta. That's what that means, right? Uh, yeah. I'm going to state now that mine is off of disc one. Yep. Uh, just so that way my gambit works. Okay. Okay. What was your gambit? Um, I was drafting one from every album from uh, what have been uh, Born on a Pirate Trip through, I guess, disc one uh, now. Okay. Yep. So you, so I just I just asked you a question, right? Yes. Intending to like to like to hear the answer, and then immediately after, as you started talking, I had the strongest urge to go. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have changed me. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not even like we've watched SmackDown live on Fox with The Rock. So that's about to happen again, right? It, it happened. It happened. Yeah. Okay. It, it happened recently. He's, he's yes. back. Well, right. no, he no. He got a bunch of money to show up for a night. Yeah. He's too busy being in Disney movies based on rides. He's the, one of the stars of the new Jungle Cruise movie because they made a movie based on the Jungle Cruise. Fuck. I Ooh. mean, if somebody were to give me Disney money for something... I would I would pretty much debase myself with no regards for my image. So fair. I enough. mean, you do it free now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we get paid nothing for this. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, but no, it's been a lot of fun. It it was a great excuse to go back and just listen to a bunch of bare naked ladies music, and it's I've really really enjoyed it. Um, it's yeah. put me back into a very fun uh, headspace of. You know, a lot of those songs I have very specific, like, place memories. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, you know, just the, some of them, it takes me back to just driving around in my first car um, or mm -hmm. uh, specific, you know, feelings or times in my life. Yeah. I yeah. have the same experience with, um, with, like, every single Chili Peppers album because I listened to them a lot in high school. But, like, by the way. I can barely listen to it because, like, it takes me back to a very specific place. Mm -hmm. I was just like, this one summer, I was not having a great time. 
I've got a lot of albums that are like that. Um, they aren't all from a, the same artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when I first started like work travel, I was really listening to um, Metric a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, oh God, what's the name of the album? It's one with Youth Without Youth. Um, fuck. I can't remember. Um, anyways, I was listening to that album a lot. And uh, like whenever I fly over lake michigan i hear parts of that album in my head regardless of what i'm doing Mm. yeah interesting whenever i when i fall i think of the bare naked ladies and how do you how are you flying over lake michigan was just falling for the first time oh in 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 the life before the bunker ben okay yeah i see yeah i was like did it would not been a minute it would not be uh impossible for you guys to have found a way out and not told me so (laughs) i'm just No, it was only just that one time, I think. Yeah, I mean, you, sometimes you get out for a little bit, but yeah. and it always it, gets it, you back. Yeah, but and it, and to be honest, I have a I have a healthy suspicion that most of our time outside since we started this has been Truman Show kind mm-hmm. of situation. It's right? quite possible. You know, I I have a feeling that any time I've been outside this bunker since we started it, and somebody has been nice to me, they were being paid to be nice to me. It's quite possible, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Going back to the songs, though, uh, I was explaining uh, When I Fall to uh, Glorian. Glorian? Um, I mean, uh, Glorian. 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 Yeah. Um, And was explaining about, you know, it's it's a song I really like about uh, the call of the void, you know, that feeling you get when you go near an edge and your brain just goes, you could jump. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's one of those weird things that, uh, until somebody mentions like that it is a concept to you, it's one of those things nobody brings up because it feels like insane and personal. Yeah. Um, and it's just like everybody feels that. Just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's about that. It's about, uh, you know, it, my favorite line in the whole song is uh, they're not uh, they're scared of jumping in case they survive. You know, that fear of. Ooh, yeah. uh, I'm not afraid of trying to kill myself. I'm afraid of what happens if I don't succeed. Then mixed with the, the, you know, the tale of a, a window washer, you know, comparing himself to a painter and a window washer. If he does his job perfectly, you never knew he existed. Mm-hmm. You are left with a clean building and no sign he was ever there. And I was told it was too depressing for the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's honestly feels a little too depressing for right now. It does. But I, I, I love it so much. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's probably safe. I think you need to, uh, is Dr. Giggles still doing therapy, Ben? Um, he's always listening. Yeah. Yeah. We've established, but I don't think he ever gives you any, you know, behavioral changes to make. Hmm. I think there's one electric lady who got hit in the head and no longer wants to kill. Hmm. Um, and I've had a couple of conversations with her um, and she's a really good listener. So yeah. maybe, maybe you go and see her. Um, I mean, I talked to, she usually hangs out in the mall. I talked to Raul and Jennifer in the mall. Um, but those are mannequins. Yeah. Yep. They're Listen. very good conversationalists. Well, they got a lot to say. They're good listeners for sure. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I, so, Bare Naked Ladies songs. Yeah. Um, why don't we go ahead? Okay. Well, the first match is Chris versus Ben. So, Jafar, grab one of these postcards with chimpanzees. I'll reach in here and grab one. All right. And it's a chimp in a hard hat. Huh. And uh, Chris, Ben, go ahead and lock them in. Um. I guess I'll continue my several episode streak of just going straight in order through my songs okay. um, and go with Brian Wilson. I'm going to go with The Bank Job. Okay. Well, those are two interesting uh, criteria, songs for this criteria. Your criteria is, I can be your alternative girlfriend's Yoko Ono. What song is a better couple's song? Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Chris um I mean drove downtown in the rain 9:30 on a Tuesday to check out the late night record shop 
Yeah, right? Lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson did. This sounds like the description of like my perfect evening. <laughs> it's like, go out late, indicating that you probably slept in. Pick up some, some records at a late night record shop. And then okay. go back to bed. And just like have a really chill day with the person that you love. Okay. Yep. Ben? Uh, so the bank job is about one thing. A it's bank about, job? Well, it's about commitment. Okay. It's about working together through the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and the you know turmoil of life. Mm-hmm. And when... When two people are on the same page, you know, you can you can achieve almost anything. And when one person steps out of balance and doesn't communicate, doesn't uh, fulfill their part of the bargain, that's when you get problems. All right. And so the bank job, it is a it's a wonderful testament to the strength we have when we come together and the dangers of not, you know, carrying your weight in a relationship. With the implied threat that you'll be murdered if you don't do so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody gets murdered. They just turn them into the cops because they're the ones who fucked up the job and I'm not going to prison for you, asshole. <laughs> mm. Man, I'd like to think that every really successful relationship involves willing to go to prison for someone. I don't know. Maybe that's just the mentality I grew up with. That might have more to say with your family than, <laughs> than healthy relationships in general. Regardless, it gets Chris the point. Ah, oh, thank you. Do you want to go to a late night record shop later? That is the most 90s thing. There, there's one near us. Is there? Yeah, there's one like a mile and a half from us right now. How late night is it? Um, like 10-ish, 11-ish, I think. Oh, shit. I have to look it up. I really assuming we can find it in the bunker. I mean, yeah, I really want to seen it though. I really want to get some bare naked ladies vinyl. Yeah. They just released a new vinyl album of their greatest hits. And yeah. also, um, August and everything after by counting crows. crows? That's yeah. a great album. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Jones is on that album. As, yeah. The first three songs off that album are, uh, round here, Mr. Jones and Omaha. Oh yeah. Omaha's good too. And they're just like three bangers. Fuck. We, we need to do nineties music again. <laughs> okay, well, we can talk about what we're going to be drafting next uh, after we get to the end here. Yep. Um, in the meantime, it is Ben versus Jaffer. All right, Chris, grab one of those postcards with chimpanzees. Okay. <clears throat> All right, oh, Ben. It's a monkey. Haven't you always wanted a monkey? I have. I'm going to go with too little, too late. All right. Um... I think I will follow up with uh, call and answer. All right. <clears throat> you have called, and this is your answer. Countdowns are always fun. Why should your song be played when the clock strikes zero? I don't think the clock strikes zero. On a countdown, it does. That's a countdown... It's implying that it's like a New Year's Eve countdown. That would be my assumption. Or maybe you're projecting. Maybe. I don't know. Well, let's say that when, it, when the clock strike strikes either zero or 12, I guess technically speaking, zero would be the 24 hour format for 12 a.m. Mm -hmm. So. So I guess the context of the countdown is left up to you. All right. Speaking of countdowns, don't let me forget. There really is something we need to talk about after this episode. Yeah, I okay. think I think I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. I think I heard that. Yeah. Um, last week. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it later. So, the clock strikes zero, and it's the you know if it's a New Year's celebration, it's you know the beginning of a new start, and. There's a lot to be said about the psychological implications of moments in time. Uh, there's metaphysically no difference between one day and the next, yet things like 
anniversaries, birthdays, changings of the year, those can give you the opportunities to make mental choices you don't normally make. So you might decide, now I'm finally going to start moving forward with my life. Ben, I think I know where you're going. And I just wanted to say, I'm warning you, don't ever do those crazy messed up things that you do. Continue. So you might be saying, all right, this, this situation that's been holding me back. So now it's record and play after years of endless rewind. I'm getting out of these bad habits. I'm starting something new. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be good because now I know I'm understood. And I'm, you might want to be trying to get back into my life, but I am, I'm using this new opportunity to, to make changes because it's too little too late. Okay. So um, countdowns, uh, the clock is striking zero. This implies the end of something. Yeah, the clock doesn't strike zero. Yeah, the clock doesn't strike zero. So there's <laughs> something must be happening that is the end of things. Um, and when things are ending, you tend to uh, you tend to look back at the time since the last time this happened. You know mm-hmm. how you've grown. Um, things that have happened to you, things that have come and gone, things that have started, and things that have ended. I've never been so bored. Um, yeah, I can just say <laughs> this, uh, this case is unbearable for both of us. This, we this can't go through it this way. This question <laughs> has led to so much like pointless vacillating about the nature of time. Listen, guys, it's getting to the point where I can be myself again. Okay. Okay. And I think it's getting to the point where we have almost made amends. It's getting to the point that is the hardest part, which is Chris making his decision. And when the countdown strikes zero, Chris, I want you to know that if you call, I will answer. And if you fall, I'll pick you up. And if you court this disaster, I'll point you home. Oh, I'll point you home. Well, Ben was all about himself and Jafar's trying to help me. So I'm going to go with Jafar. Take that point. <laughs> Here I am talking about self-improvement and you guys are just like, but what about me? Ben, <laughs> you made a beginner's mistake in this podcast that we've now done almost a hundred episodes of. You tried to be earnest about something. <laughs> I always play it earnest. That's why you've got the records you have in our game. It's okay. Vern appreciates me. Again, mannequin. No, Vern's real. He's the guy who films me all the time. What? You know what I mean? No, no. Have you guys never seen an Ernest movie? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay. What? Okay. Oh, my God. No, I've never seen an Ernest movie. <laughs> oh, man. I guarantee you that you have, because knowing uh, your dad, he has no. to have been a fan of this. No, dad hated those movies. Oh, thought they okay. were stupid. Okay, so you... They are stupid, but they're great. So you know Ernest, you just don't... I'm aware of the Ernest movie phenomena existing in my childhood, but I've never seen one. There was also the TV show and the nope. commercials. I've and probably seen the commercials. I've always been more of a uh, red green uh, show. Man, yeah, red myself. green's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, it's also Canadian. Yes. <laughs> having spent a lot of time myself in Northern Michigan, where the only channel we could get on our trans our, our transceiver was the cbc I've watched a lot of red green yeah <laughs> a lot of choice. people in detroit have listened to, to more yeah a lot of people in detroit have listened more to canadian radio stations than american ones yeah es- especially if you're into rock because 101.1 the riff is a canadian station mm, is it i it, thought it is. i know 89x is mm. 89x is a canadian station i don't remember which one all right well I'm off to a speedy start, um, but let's what? go on to the next yeah. round. Okay, Jafar. All right, the next match is Jafar versus Chris. I'm going to go ahead and lock in. Mm, go ahead and take the old apartment. Mm. This is where I used to live. I'm going to go with Pinch Me. Continuing in order. Okay. Might as well. So this one, will, you'll have to do a little bit of thinking, guys. Which non-BNL song is an evil imposter of yours? 
Hmm. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I already got it. <laughs> All right. Um, so what song is the uh, Mirror Universe goateed counterpart to The Old Apartment? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Old Apartment is a song where um, someone comes and visits their old place, but it ends up with a happy ending and they're just kind of visiting for nostalgia. Mm-hmm. They, they haven't broke in um, and they haven't, uh, they haven't taken anything. Their life is put together. They just wanted to be them old selves again. So the opposite of that is someone who is breaking in somewhere and taking things because they are desperate. So <laughs> the mere universe counterpart of the old apartment is Jane's addictions been caught stealing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. <sighs> hey, Ben. Yes, Chris. Whenever you look at me, I always wonder how you can see uh, into my eyes like they are open doors. Leading you down into my core where I've become so numb without a soul. My spirit's sleeping somewhere cold until you find it there and lead it back home. Wake me up inside. I can't wake up. (laughs) Wake me up inside. (laughs) Call my name and save me from the dark. Wake me up by Evanescence. <laughs> I always thought it was interesting that uh, uh, there was a, a female artist named Evan. It was an interesting stage name. It was not. She she was not. You know, isn't she Evan Essence? Nope. I mean, effectively, as soon as she was done, that band was over. Her name was Amy? Amy Lee. Amy Lee. That's... Mm-hmm. Must yeah. have been real easy to fill in Scantron sheets. <laughs> <laughs> that joke g- captured the essence of listening to Evanescence, which is you were in high school. <laughs> yeah. Am I not mistaken? Are they? They're making a new album. I would not know, man. I have a not bunch been of keeping up with my Evanescence. A bunch of the girls that I went to high school with, who are now married and have kids are about to drag out those fishnet stockings, those hoodies with holes for the thumbs. Uh, they're about to go ham again. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if it's any good, hopefully it doesn't suck. Just in time for uh, an entire generation's worth of midlife crises. <laughs> crises? Crises. 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 On infinite Earths. Oh, I'm so no. excited. <laughs> crises in one single America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. But, Javier, you was, want to talk about Crisis on Infinite Earths? I mean, I will talk about Crisis on Infinite Earths a bunch. <laughs> I'm real excited. They released a, like, cast photo of everyone together the other day, and it is just, like, it's not everyone, but it's, like, most of the main characters from the shows mm-hmm. all together. This is, um... Um, real excited. Animated? No. no. No? This is Arrowverse. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So, Arrowverse... Um, so it's live action. They've got Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne. Wow. Um, they've got fucking Burt Ward. <laughs> what? <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where they are got, they? Where they? Where are they fitting in Burt Ward? <laughs> I don't know. They've got a Michael Keaton background cameo right now that they just announced. Oh. Um, they've got Brandon fucking Roth. Brandon Roth playing um fucking Superman as Kingdom Come Superman again. <sighs> Um, instead of the, his, like the Superman from Superman returns, they've got a chunk of the Smallville cast. They've got someone from the fucking birds of prey show from the, um, the nineties from what is it? The not, it was before it was the CW. It was, um, WB, the WB. Yeah. Yes. You mean the dub dub WB? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it is insane. The cameos and cast they've put together for this thing. Does this mean that finally, um, DC will pull its head out of its own ass about having oh, no. Batman on television. One can hope. Did they get Dean Kane? So, interesting fact. <laughs> Both Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher have already established characters in the Arrowverse. So they can't? Well, they could because they're already double casting Brandon Roth because he's the he's, Adam in the, the Arrowverse. Adam, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Dean Kane is Supergirl's adopted dad in it. Neat. And uh, the Supergirl, um, Supergirl from the Supergirl movie is part of like 
the eighties Superman movies mm-hmm. is is his mom is her mom. Oh, um, if you haven't watched Supergirl, Ben, Supergirl's fantastic. Supergirl is like the best of the DC TV universe. Supergirl's like, no shit. real good. It's so. Calista Flockhart is a fucking treasure <laughs> in that show. It's it's just like so fun. You will you will like you will be like a giddy schoolgirl watching it the whole time. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. a great show. Um, and then uh, Terry Hatcher is um, a Daxamite queen who's like the main <laughs> villain of a season. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. They both have established characters, so it'd be interesting to see them play Lois and Clark and just show up and try to be good guys. Especially because there's a whole thing with Supergirl's dad where um, he was replaced by Hank Henshaw for a bit and was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of fun stuff there. Um, Chris and others very excited. Also excited to hear your judgment for the round that we just listened to debating oh, before yeah. we started talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths. Well, I think uh, I think it's very clear uh, the big difference between Chris's version and your pick, uh, Jafer, in, in the old apartment, they break in and they're not caught. In mm-hmm. caught stealing, I'm going to take it they are caught. Yeah, they they have been caught stealing in been caught stealing. Yes. You never know. <laughs> um, so there's that is the big change. You break in, you get caught. Yeah. Evanescence, the big difference is uh, you're asking for help. Pinch me is more of just a wallowing <laughs> in your uh, uh, depression and feeling that nobody is interested. Can I make a quick... Uh, a quick um, clarification here, please. The big change is that it's done by Evanescence instead of Pernicious. <laughs> <laughs> I buy that. But I think the I think the important thing here is well, well, Chris and Jafar, you guys both did a great job. I think Chris's was the better choice. All right, Chris gets the point. All right, thank you. Okay, the next match is Ben versus Chris. We're on to round two. Round two. Thank you for our first sponsor this week. Check out FactoryDirectCarAudio.com. It's your online source for speakers, radios, remote start systems, and more. And you can use the promo code DTU20 for 20% off at checkout. Yep, they're actually giving us a promo code. It's our first promo code. I'm very, very excited. But not only are we doing that, they are helping us give away one free pair of EB300 Bluetooth earbuds and microphone. That's an $80 value. If you want to be entered for a chance to win, like, comment on, and share this episode. We're going to be running this for the next couple of weeks, so please feel free to take advantage of this, let everybody know about us, and we'll enter you in to wear a free pair of earbuds and you can feel free to use that offer code DTU20 for 20% off at FactoryDirectCarAudio.com. All right. Well, going up against Chris, I'm going to take the, the song that made him yell in, uh, in anger. So I'm taking When I Fall. All right. Um. And I think I'm just going to keep going down my list because the song that made Ben go, ah, is Mm -hmm. Odds Are. That's true. All right. I thought I could get that in round three, and I was wrong. All right. Your criteria is whose song shows more R-E-S-P-E-C-T? Find out what it means to me. Mm. Respect. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, we're talking about respect. Mm-hmm. We're talking about seeing the people around us for who they are and appreciating them. We're talking about the game I love. We're not talking about practice. We're talking about no practice. No, we're, t- we're talking about respect, not practice. We're talking about respect. We're not even talking about the game. We're talking about respect, which is something Alan Iverson lacked. But it <laughs> is all about the game and how you play it. We're not talking about practice. <laughs> no. Go ahead, Ben. So... When I Fall is about noticing the people around you, about how when the window washer kind of feels invisible 
everybody's looking out and seeing, hey, there's a person hanging from this building, but nobody really like cares about him. And if he jumped, you know, would anyone be there to catch him? Would anybody mm-hmm. notice, you know? And so it is a a call for us to see the people around us. Brief fact check here. You can't catch a person who's falling off a building. You will also die. Well, tell that to Ed, okay? <laughs> tell that to Superman. Tell that to uh, Spider-Man. He learned that the hard way. Oh. Because hmm? Gwen Stacy died because he tried to catch her and she was going too fast and she broke her neck. Yeah. Ooh. He like webbed her to try and stop her and it broke her neck because she was going so fast. One would assume that most of the people that are falling that Spider-Man catches are traveling at terminal velocity, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, how, to... how could she have been going that much faster? Well, because he, there's a difference between catching somebody and hitting them with a web and they stop. Well, he does that to criminals all the time. Well, but there's a reason they always show him, like, they stretch and come back. He's learned his lesson from the Gwen Stacy yeah. accident. Hmm. I think he also changes his webs after that to be yeah. more stretchy. Wow. Yeah. It was very early it's a Spider-Man. fundamental uh, turning point in the story of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's all about seeing the people around us and... Uh, <laughs> I'm carry, sorry. Yep. I'm just imagining now that like Batman had a secret first Robin where the grappling hook was so strong it tore his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't talk about that one. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> my f- my second ward, second first ward, Dick, first ward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Ben. Yep. So when I fall, yeah. So it's about it's about seeing the people around us. Chris, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So you could be struck by lightning. Yeah. Yikes. Sounds pretty frightening. Um, the chances are pretty small of that, though. Okay. Uh, you could crash in an airplane, um, but probably you're not going to. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a lot of very weird ways to die, mm-hmm. and most of them are not going to happen to you. Do you want to know why? Why? Because odds are that you're going to be okay. Yeah. Right? So what does that have to do with respect? Because that is how you respect yourself. Going through life, being frightened of the possible outcomes is no way to live. And you do yourself a disservice and you do a disrespect to the concept of life by going through it, being scared and timid. And so betting on everything going to be okay, that's how you show respect to yourself and also to Aretha, because that's the way that Aretha lived. It's a lovely argument, Chris. Yeah. Almost one that would get you a point. But the issue is that you kept interrupting Ben and you showed him disrespect. And for that, Ben gets the point. You you interrupted him too. It's true. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not his competitor. I'm the judge. I'm allowed, I guess. Gotcha. So judges are allowed to... Fuck. Okay. They are now. (laughs) Judges are allowed to fuck? (laughs) What? (laughs) With that said, the no, next match that's is... getting cut out. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you keep that was just for in the room. You keep saying, well, that's getting cut out. And then we all laugh about it because it's really funny, Ben. <laughs> if you want something to get cut out, don't tell us it's getting cut out because then it's staying in. I mean, Ben's editing this episode, so we shall see. Mm-hmm. Sure. The next match is Jafer versus Ben. Sometimes I feel like an episode um, where Ben edits is an episode where I say, like, hmm, very interesting, two or three times, and that's the only thing I say in the entire episode. That's not true. All the rest of, all the rest of it cut for content. <laughs> that's, I'm saving that all for when we get our premium uh, paywall episodes. <laughs> of course. Support us on Patreon to hear all about this, uh, this storied third host that has been on the podcast <laughs> the entire time that Ben has been cutting out. <laughs> Hey, that's, we, we need to have a place for uh, Draft the Universe After Dark. <laughs> that's true. And if there was going to be one co- one host who is cut for inclusion in an After Dark reel, it'd probably be me. So we've all we've all been there. So 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Time okay. to lock them in. And as I lock this one in, the credits roll, the camera pans, and in the mist, our hero stands. He starts to speak, then folds his hands in prayer. An awkward pause, then what's my line? There's nothing left to say this time, and what do you say to a bad guy who's not there? Taking cell, cell, cell. Well, that was a lot. Um, I'm taking alcohol. (laughs) Usually people say they're drinking alcohol, Ben. Are you inserting it in some way? No, I've got those new whiskey pods. Oh. Oh. Those are like Tide Pods, but with whiskey in them? Yeah, the Tide Pods. The The Tide Pods. The Tide Pods. The Tide Pods you can eat. (laughs) Whiskey Pods coming to a store near you. (laughs) Product of Johnny Worker Red Label. (laughs) (laughs) all right ben let's hear our criteria from chris i I, I knew i knew is that chris it's trying to this one's wearing a funny hat oh all right Mm -hmm. it's a fascinator it's a no it's a bucket hat with bananas on it strange it's a very very cool hat yeah okay let's see if i can do this one Damn it, Bobby. (laughs) King of the Hill and Big Bang both got the BNL treatment. What show deserves your song as a tie-in? Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. 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 (laughs) The Bobby's hard to do. Damn it, Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. All oh, right. damn it, Bobby. What, what's all just said? <laughs> damn it, Bobby. <laughs> I'm not even going to try, guys. Oh, yeah. I, just, I know better. Oh, my God. Uh, King of the Hill British version has to happen. <laughs> it's just three dudes from, like, Liverpool or something standing out on a corner. Drinking. And, and, and Boomhauer's Welsh. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes! We TM 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 TM. We're doing this one. <laughs> well, Mike Judge probably has the TMs on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll get away with it. Um, but what we will get away with is um, tying in "Sell Sell Sell" to a very popular TV show that I happen to enjoy a great deal. I don't know if either of you have seen it, and if you have it, this might not land. So, uh, "Sell Sell Sell" is about a struggling actor who has to cope with his choices. And eventually uh, gets caught. Uh, low speed chase, a smoking gun, distract us while the actor takes the stand. Right? Um, so all of these things happen. And so I think Celso Cell would be an excellent tie in to HBO TV series Barry hmm. about an assassin turned actor who uh, is struggling at being an actor. It's a lot of fun. I have not yet seen it, but I've been told to it's great. check it out. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Really quickly, I just realized that I read this thing without fully comprehending it. King of the Hill got a Bare Naked Ladies song? Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Stand in Line? Yeah. Uh, get in Line. Get in Line. Yeah. Huh. Everybody get in line. Yeah. Everybody turn and cough. Ooh. Ooh. Everything will be all right. This won't hurt at all. Yeah. What is... It's off disc one. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. It was... I think first on the King of the Hill, like music inspired by kind of soundtrack. Yeah. Yep. That is a thing. It wasn't the theme song. Yeah. Okay. That's why the uh, criteria says tie in song, not theme song. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So we've got a song about alcohol. That is, the crux of the matter that is where we're coming from i mean i loved you more than i did the week before i I discovered alcohol um and i think the perfect opportunity because alcohol can sometimes it can be dark but it can also be it can also be jovial whiskey uh also also whiskey uh so i think instead of going with a uh a drama or a comedy we want to go a different route with alcohol. All I right. want it to be the new theme song to, uh, uh, Oh, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, it'll be the new theme song to bar rescue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All yep. right. 
So going from just the 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 standard like whatever duty free uh you know rock riff they use to <laughs> to be the theme song to that it's hey why do people go to ba- go to bars because bars can be fun why do people leave bars and why do bars close down because sometimes bars can become self destructive places sometimes. we want them to be we want them hmm. to be you know to turn around and go back towards the fun times. Okay. And so we're going to get your business fixed and we're going to remember, you know, have this be a place for people to enjoy themselves, not destroy themselves. If I ever owned a bar, the one rule that I would have is that I wouldn't serve somebody who paid in change because a person who is scrounging change to have a beer, uh, has a problem (laughs) and should have help instead of beer. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah. I feel like we should have more than that rule. But oh yes, more, <laughs> maybe, maybe more rules. A couple more rules, maybe. There would be like so many B21. rules. Twenty-one. There um, would be so many rules. In fact, many of these rules come with your bar when you buy it. Yes, it's like a, a handbook. No mm. crime. Good yes. rule. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No gambling in the state of Michigan. Yeah. All right. Possibly shuffleboard. Maybe shuffleboard. Maybe. Oh, those those, uh, fun. those big like ski ones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are fun. With the sand on them. Yeah. 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 That's fun. They had that at the place that we did karaoke for a while. Yeah. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd love to have ski ball at a bar. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Those hard balls. Yeah. Somebody's getting one of those thrown at them at some point. That's true. Or if a a sports game goes bad, it's going through your TV. Yeah, Uh, you're probably right. Although, I mean, David Buster, you can get pretty, pretty wasted at David Buster's and then do ski ball. Yeah. Yeah. But you want to do that? Sure. Is there a Dave and Buster's in the bunker? I think so. I know there's one pretty close. Okay, we'll find out. It's mostly empty, and we've got to, like, there's a bunch of maintenance we'll have to do on it. Um, I mean, as long as the skee-ball machine works and doesn't need quarters, because Lord knows I don't have any of those down here with me. That's fine. We'll just break into they one don't of take, the other machines. They don't okay. take quarters. They take uh, Euro. It's a really weird Dave and Buster's. It's hmm. a... I, I think one of the man spiders just got back from a trip abroad. We can see if he has any change. Okay. Fantastic. They don't wear pants. They have no pockets. They oh, can, vest pockets. Vest pockets. Vest all right. Yeah, po- we're good. They can, they can, vest pockets. All, they obviously wear backpacks when they go traveling to Europe. Oh, that's like true. Everybody else. else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the idea. So Bar Rescue is already a show that I am... Uh, pretty fond of just because it's really dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, I like the idea of making it even better with a Bare Naked Ladies theme song. So I'm going to okay. go with Ben. Um, I can just imagine the like part playing during the opening credits. And yeah. All right. Let's well, hope that my bar never shows up on Bar Rescue. But if it does, Bare Naked Ladies. All right. It's all pretty close. I wonder so. if my bar will show up on Bar Rescue for ba- Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> the, it's like, you're not allowed to have Bare Naked Ladies in this bar. I mean, depends on what state you're in. Yeah, that's true. All right. The next match is Chris versus Jaffer. All right, guys. Last what you one got? before the finals. I'm going for uh, Straw Hat and Old Dirty Hank. A real weird song. I had not listened to it until you picked it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Real weird song. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fun. <laughs> all right. And I think I'm going to go ahead and take It's All Been Done off of disc one. Okay. And I have a chimpanzee dressed up like a fireman. Ooh. <sighs> Sigh. Gritty reboot your song. <laughs> How does this even work? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. A Chris. So somehow make it an older straw hat and an even dirtier Hank. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, Ben. Okay. Um, So this song is inspired by a true story of Robert Keeling, a Saskatchewan wheat farmer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who became obsessed with popular Canadian singer Anne Murray in the mid 1970s and made repeated attempts to meet her, resulting in a restraining order in around 30 appearances in court between 1980 and 1981. Um, he died in 2002, never having gotten over his obsession. Um, 
Oh, and there's also apparently a musical play about him. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to instead set this song about something completely different. Also a historical, um, uh, event. Um, <clears throat> if you weren't aware in the 1960s, there was this dude in California named uh charles manson yes i'm a f- I'm, I'm aware um and he had a bunch of ladies about him he's pretty popular with the ladies and he was so popular in fact and i don't really understand this but that he could make ladies do things for him not like sexy things but like murder things yes and he made those ladies murder people mm-hmm. um and i'm thinking that in order to gritty reboot this i'm gonna have to make it kind of like about this event and i don't think that the bare naked ladies are going to do it so i'm going to switch bands um to gritty reboot this um to the beatles and i think i'm gonna name the song after a popular song from the era that inspired Manson uh-huh. to do these uh, murders or to do these other people ma- making other people murder things. Um, and that song was Helter Skelter by the Beatles. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So this is going to be Helter Skelter by the Beatles covering the bare naked ladies as inspired by Helter Skelter by the Beatles. All right. Okay. That was some circular reasoning. I like it. Uh, Jafar, what you got? <laughs> okay, so I could try and gritty reboot the story of this song, which it actually has. It's about a couple that I think lives for forever and runs into each other a couple of times every thousand or so years. It's about vampires. Well, Jafar, is it about vampires? No, it's about Anne Rice vampires, and you can't tell me differently, Ben. No, because don't it's about you fucking Highlanders. try. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Because whoa, who whoa. wants to live forever? Whoa, whoa! We can save all that for another debate um there's still two more it's all been done's on the table gentlemen <laughs> i'm just gonna say it right now highlanders better than Anne rice vampires listen i'm not gonna get into that because that's not what i'm rebooting from this song <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm gonna stay away from rebooting the content of the song because although, there's although a this very... episode is definitely uh uh <laughs> highlanders versus Anne rice vampires it has become okay. a referendum <laughs> <laughs> okay so um there is a very infamous performance of this song live mm-hmm. so this song was the follow-up to one week the bare naked ladies were very popular um they were at the height of their u.s popularity i don't think that's an exaggeration um so they uh went on the late night circuit and played this song on a handful of shows including the tonight show with jay leno where david duchovny was a guest on the show promoting the x-files mm. <laughs> And so they got David Duchovny to come out and play the song with them where he played a shaker. <laughs> right. So this happened. You can, you can YouTube this, um, but, but, but what was it like to watch it live? I don't know. <laughs> I was not. He watching. was a letterman guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not wrong, actually. Um, so <laughs> I just thought you were like hanging out in a, a cafe in Paris watching oh, yeah. this TV show sipping on wine and spot under age of 12. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you yeah. were, you were already thousands of years old and you were watching and spotting David Duchovny who is also a thousand year old vampire. <laughs> uh, no, this, no, he's a Highlander. It's, it's all been done is not about David Duchovny and I's on again, off again relationship over the eons of time to be absolutely clear. Wait, <laughs> there's okay, already a song so, about that. And I was going to be, which not, song is that about? Done. Is that, is, oh, wait, is there a fuck me David Duchovny? <laughs> song i think there is right am i am i right is there listen i don't want to air my dirty laundry on podcast okay you leave me and david duchovny's street history out of this oh no sorry i'm thinking of ray bradbury yes yeah fuck me ray bradbury yeah the greatest sci-fi writer in history you could probably adjust that pretty easily to be fuck me david duchovny if 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 you do dave duchovny yeah so anyways so i'm gritty rebooting that performance of the tonight show okay so i have to make it um darker and arguably just everything is worse right so it's letterman no it's going to be on the tonight show with jimmy fallon oh and david duchovny is going to be promoting 
a new season that doesn't exist yet of Californication. Ooh. No, it might even be worse if it was another new season of (laughs) X-Files. Still the Bare Naked Ladies. I mean, I guess they'd be without Stephen Page, given the time frame. So I don't don't take that as a strike against the Bare Naked Ladies, though. I think they've done fine without him. It was an adjustment period, but Mm -hmm. I I do like their, their current era of music. Well, I have to say, I appreciate what you guys both did, but you're fair. The gritty reboot of It's All Been Done has already been made. Yeah. It's the TV show Seven Days. No, it's not. Yep, because everything's been done before and they have to go back and fix it. Yeah, but... So I'm giving it, this one to Chris. Okay. I, don't, <laughs> I disagree with Seven Days being gritty. Everything else I'm on board for. He's a former Special Forces CIA guy who's maybe crazy, maybe not. All right, so the final points come down to Chris with three, Ben with two, and me with one. So the final match is Chris versus Ben. All right. Go ahead and lock him in as I grab the last postcard with a chimpanzee on it. It's all been done. Versus? It's all been done. Woo hoo hoo. (laughs) That was the weirdest wink. That was the weirdest wink. All right. You can throw away I that question. To, no, 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 can, no, no, no. You can throw away the question because I have what, what this is going to be decided over here. No, 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 no. The criteria here is very important. Oh, boy. I just have to prepare myself because it starts with <sighs> roar. I'm a bare naked lady. Yeah. <laughs> bear spelled B-E-A-R. Yep. Which song brings the most big bear energy? (laughs) Chris, bring that big bear energy. Okay, so it's all been done is a song about Anne Rice vampires. Yeah, right. Okay, well, that's that is what you're presupposing currently. (laughs) We will see how it goes. Um. And Anne Rice vampires drink blood. That is typical for an Anne Rice vampire, yes. Do you know it also drinks blood, particularly the blood of its enemies? Mosquitoes? Mosquitoes and bears and also leeches. Hmm. Okay. And of course, the terrible mosquito leech bear. Uh, Oh, yeah. You can see it in the the latest FromSoft game. (laughs) Also on floor seven. (laughs) All right. Yes. Um, but I can't, cannot stress enough how much it's all been done is a song about Anne Rice vampires. Okay. You make an interesting point there, uh, there, Chris, but, uh, I think you're missing one very important fact. What's that fact, Ben? Where does, uh, ver- verse three of it's all been done. Where, yes, where does, where does Steven see his, uh, love who has been passing through time? Uh, I believe the year 3000 on the price is right. Yes. Price is right. Films during the day. Ain't no vampires on the price is right. Highlanders are on the price is right. I rest my case. Will I cry? Will I smile as you run down the aisle, Chris? Do you have a rebuttal? I feel like you've got a rebuttal built up right now. Of course. You think in a thousand years, vampires won't invent some fucking sunscreen that works? They haven't Come on! The, they haven't in the last 20. Yeah, neither of human beings. They don't need to. Human beings get skin cancer. They're vampires gonna... have been trying. They just suck because they're stupid and not as good as, as Highlanders. All right. Listen. At least Anne Rice vampires. The evidence here is refutable having recently watched a documentary <laughs> like to point on out. the making of the price is right you have to stand outside for hours before they let you into the studio yes at dawn okay just mm-hmm. to point out you said refutable irrefutable, irrefutable. You, you meant irrefutable 
No, I didn't actually. <laughs> but yeah, they could have. It could have been refuted. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> I, I would argue that it's very refutable. Yep. Okay, I won't. I won't argue with that. If we we're doing Bram Stoker Dracula's, You're and for some reason to. they That's were filming in the afternoon, yes, a vampire could be there. But Anne Rice vampires at dawn? No. I, no, sir. Uh, Lestat. Lestat can be out in daylight. Um, yeah, only after he becomes Vampire Jesus, which I am not acknowledging as yeah, canon. and it only takes him a thousand years to do so. Listen. Also, that whole Vampire Jesus thing, he could be outside before that. He was. Uh, he could be outside after drinking the blood of uh, the Queen of the Damned, whose name... Think, Akasha. Akasha, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you weren't <laughs> expecting me to have that poll. <laughs> oh, please, Jafar. We know you've read those books. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> Way too young. <laughs> Regardless, Ben gets the point. Ah, yeah. Anne Rice vampires are not waiting in line to film The Price is Right. Okay, I, that's true. That's Highlanders, true. they're bored enough to do it. It's true. <laughs> and they've got the disposable income that they don't care. Thus proving it's all been done is about Highlanders and not Anne Rice vampires. Giving Ben the point and the victory QED. in this debate. <laughs> so right. if you ever see a... Uh, Scottish person with a is it Belgian accent on the Price is Right? <laughs> you know what's you know going? They're on. a Highlander. <laughs> do they really have a Belgian accent though, or do they just sound fucking Scottish? Uh, well, uh, oh, what's the actor's name? We're not talking about Sean Connery. No, no, uh, we're uh, talking about because Sean Connery is a Spaniard. Who has oh. a Scottish accent? Adrian Paul is the TV show. Yeah, it's uh, Christopher Lambert. Yeah, uh, he is. He's playing a Scotsman, and he is uh, Belgian, <laughs> and he's playing yeah. across a Spaniard who had spent the last thousand years in Japan, but still has a Scottish accent. Yeah, man, that movie's fucky. That movie's amazing. I know, I love it. What I will also love is to hear Chris's pick for our next. Topic. If you really want to pander to Jafar, it could be Clancy Brown films. Mm, I do love Clancy Brown films. Or Clancy Brown performances. Yeah. The Kurgan. Kurgan. Yeah, man. The Kurgan is so good. With his sword that clips together, that would be a real shitty sword. Oh, it'd be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go for those things. Yeah? No, because do you know what month it is right now? October? It yep. is it is October. Do you know what October is? It's a spooky month. It's pretty spoops. Yep. And uh, as I recall, last October, we tried to do something. We did? Yeah. We tried to debate horror tropes. That's true. Or things from spooky movies. Yeah. Horror movie tropes. Yeah. Horror movie tropes. Now, <clears throat> we didn't get to do that because... Well, we drafted it. Yes. But we didn't get to, we we didn't didn't debate. Get to debate. We didn't get to debate it because, as people will recall, or will go back and listen to if they would like to... Uh, the episode is titled Ghost Bunker. Yep. Mm -hmm. Everything it's, got spoopy. It's really good. Everything got real spoops. Go back and listen to it. It's really good. People were hurt very seriously. Yes. But, but the production is of an excellent quality. <laughs> <laughs> I might not think it was worth it. Everybody else seems to disagree with me. Hey, you healed. You got hurt real bad. I got hurt so bad. You've healed. You've healed. I still have a limb. And, and Chris and I were only replaced by robots for like another four weeks after that. Yeah. Yep. It, it was a totally tenable amount of episodes that that happened before. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, but no, I think, you know what? I think all of that's behind us, and I think that it's time to go back. Okay. So we're going to draft horror tropes again. And this time, we are going to debate them and are not going to get derailed by something spooky happening. Totally not. What are the chances of that happening two years in a row on in a podcast? Court, in a Halloween episode. In a Halloween episode. They never do sequels to those things. Never. It's impossible. Never. Never going to happen. For never, never. All right. Well, I'm very excited. I know a few of the horror tropes that I would like to go and visit. I've got first pick, and I already know what it is. Mm. Yeah, I I bet you do know what it is. I, I do. I do know exactly what it is. I know exactly what I'm going to take. Mm. In fact, I already wrote it down on the sheet. All right. <laughs> I'll see you downstairs. You might. In the uh, murder basement. Uh, oh. You just ruined, nice. you just spoiled the whole thing, Ben. It's less funny when you say the thing. You have to. Now I have to change my first pick, Ben. Thanks. Okay. 
Sorry. It's fine. You know what? It's going to be a week. You're going to forget about this anyways. It's true. true. And I've already written it down, so I guess it counts. Mm -hmm. Well, you have first pick anyway, so I can't steal it. It's true. All right, Chris. Thanks, as always, to the Kickstand Band, our beloved theme song band, uh, for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at thekickstandband.com. Feel free to shoot us an email at drafttheuniverse at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorite BNL songs are. Let us know what your favorite horror tropes or films are. And join the conversation on facebook.com slash drafttheuniverse. Follow us on Twitter at draftthiverse. And shout out to our social media manager, Keith, for handling things for us there. You can engage with us and him there. See you next week, Internet. Bye. Can we call our 100th episode? It's dra- already on my list. Can we call the 100th episode Draft the Universe 0.1K? <laughs> <laughs> That's a little uh, presumptuous. Right? <laughs> I like it. <laughs>